1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com recommend today.
2: Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family
3: Financial freedom. Hey, I'm filling in today for David Razika. Uh, he's normally here now at 4 p.m. on Saturdays. I'm normally on Sunday mornings, which is a bit of a challenge for me if I ever want to bring a guest like I have for you today onto the show. So, when when David asked me, "Hey, Andy, can you fill in for me this coming Saturday?" I jumped on it. I said, "Hey, that's perfect. That's going to work out great for me." If you've heard us talk on the show in the past about a topic, uh, you know, a notion of live where you want invest where you want well i'm going to tell you my guest he takes that to the next level (laughs) so if you're listening to me now somewhere in texas or maybe catching the podcast uh, after the show on one of the one of the east coast west coast somewhere there and you're thinking man invest in texas you're crazy you're going to want to hear this guy He's he's doing it. He's doing it from far away. This this man is from the future. I'm gonna I'm gonna see, tell you what I mean here in a second. Uh, but it could be your future. So so pay attention. Listen to what he has to say. So without further ado, I do want to bring my guest on. Uh, Peter is joining me, and Peter is joining me from far far away. I'm coming to you live from Dallas, Texas, and Peter is in Australia. So that's why I could never do the show with him when I do the shows morning times on Sunday. But it works out great at 4 p.m. on on my Saturday. Peter, are you there? I am, Andy. All right. Well, good morning to you. What what day and what time is it where you're at?
4: Okay. Well, I'm coming to you from tomorrow. It's uh, Sunday morning here where I am. It's just after 8 o'clock in the morning.
3: Awesome. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for joining me. It's early morning where you're at. I hope you have a big cup of coffee. I did uh, solidarity. I went ahead and brewed a pot for myself. So I'm sipping on my uh, cup of coffee right now as well. So, you know, for the listener right now that's sitting out there thinking, man, I've been thinking about getting into real estate. You know, they're here in they're in Houston or maybe they're in Dallas or maybe they're out, you know, in some of our, our sub markets just haven't quite done it. How does a guy like you in Australia find out about Lifestyles Unlimited, and start investing? Maybe go a little bit into your, your backstory here. That might that might bridge the gap for us, but I think that's a, probably the biggest question on people's minds right now. This guy's in Australia, and he's investing in the U.S. How did, that, how did you get started with us?
4: Well, yeah, it's uh, quite a story, really. Um, I think where it all started for me was uh, I completed a university degree in psychology, and I went on to do a master's course in it. And I got to the point where I started to think this is just not worth it. The money that I was getting from the postgraduate degree, um, it just didn't feel like it was worth the effort. And I think I went through so much at that time. I was working full-time, I was studying at night, Um, I I went through a, a marriage breakup at that point in time, probably because I was always studying or always working. And um, I just thought to myself, this money has to work harder for me than I am for it. And with that, I decided I had to make a change. So I began to look at real estate. And in the area that I lived in, there was very high entry prices with very little cash flow. The market at the time wasn't dissimilar really to that in California. I was able to find a buyer's agent at the time who really was a mentor. Uh, He was in another state, um, and where he was, the numbers made a lot of sense. I was able to get some positive cash flow out of the investments. So with the mentor, I was feeling a lot more comfortable, and I was quite comfortable at the time buying a place sight unseen, providing I had a whole bunch of certain standards that were um, standards, I guess, that allowed me to feel comfortable with the purchase. So from there, really, in 2003 it was, until 2008, I really went crazy. I purchased around about 12 single-family deals, a, a fourplex, a duplex, and I had a lot of success early on. Uh, and then in 2008, of course, the world changed. We had the GFC and the area that I've actually bought in more than one area and there were several states around the the country here in Australia that I've purchased in. Things changed, prices dropped and refinancing was also an issue. It was largely non-existent at the time. I had a lot of interest-only loans and they went to principal and interest loans and my payments at that point in time just skyrocketed. Um, So What was easy all of a sudden became quite tough, and I began to look at other options. And around that time, you see it's probably about 2012 by the time this happened, I started to look at purchasing in the United States. It became quite attractive um, due to the low entry prices and good cash flow. There were companies that were marketing properties to people from out of the country. and. Some of those were very good, and some of them were really just after my money, I found. Um, But I had, I guess, mixed success with it all. A lot of the properties that I purchased were like Class C or Class D properties, and I guess really I learned the hard way with
3: some of those types of properties. And just for the listener real quick, I want to jump in, Class C, Class D. In apartments, we typically classify the apartments as A, B, C, and D, A being the very top rung. C being towards the bottom, D being the worst. Were these were these then turnkey properties that you were buying already ready to go?
4: Yeah, that's that's right. In most cases, they were, Andy. And uh, with that, there was a fair um, markup in the, the prices. So I certainly wasn't buying the lifestyle's way. And really, I learned the hard way with that. So some, some deals actually were quite good. Others were just dreadful. And um, with that, I, I did lose money. And it was... Um, a pretty tough time and a tough lesson. But I guess out of that, the good news was the search did lead me eventually to Texas. I uh, found another company um, initially before I even knew about lifestyles.
3: And basically... I think you hear the music kicking on yeah, too, do don't hear you? The music, yeah. so I <laughs> no, old. no worries. We talk oh, about right this ahead of the show. Don't worry about that. We're going to head into a break. We're going to carry on this conversation when we come back. And I want to unpack a couple things.
1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits will well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply ctmobile.com.
2: Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan
3: so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted. Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb. I am filling in today for David Ruzica and I am taking full advantage of the four o'clock hour today on Saturday because that has allowed me to connect with one of our members who is all the way across the world in Queensland, Australia. It's 8 a.m. his time on Sunday, and he has kindly agreed to join us and tell us about his adventures in real estate investing, how he found Lifestyles Unlimited. He's done a ton, Uh, a lot of great experience, and he finally landed with with Lifestyles. We heard a little bit in the first segment about uh, some of his uh, investments in Australia, then later here in the United States. And and Peter, I wanna go back to something you said. You you mentioned having standards, having standards which makes you more comfortable investing afar. I'm going to translate that into my terms, which are investment criteria, right? The cash flow you need to see, the, the rate of return, maybe the cash out of pocket into the deal and that sort of thing. For the listener, you need to take that away. Whether you're investing locally in your hometown where you can touch the property or you're investing across a border, it's absolutely pivotal to know what your criteria are. And that makes the decision easier. And then Peter, of course, I think infrastructure, you didn't really mention that, but I think that's pivotal for you as well, obviously. And, and you were seeking that that infrastructure and you had found finally the great state of Texas. Why don't you continue with your story? How, how did how did it progress from there? Yeah, that's um
4: I found this company at the time that was based in San Antonio and I I wanted to find out more basically. So I decided to make a trip to Texas and uh, I remember just driving from Dallas, Fort Worth area down to San Antonio on the I-35 and the development along the interstate there was just unbelievable. It was just development cranes. There was businesses going in. It was just very, very clear that it was a very tax-friendly state. And that really impressed me. I um, had a look at what they were doing at this other company, but it was very much owner finance-related things, and I, I didn't feel that it was quite what I wanted and needed. So with that, I returned home, and I started to look on the Internet for... Companies that were essentially buyers agents in Texas, and that's when I stumbled upon
3: Lifestyles Unlimited. And when bet so, the, when are we talking here? You, you, we went through the Great Recession, and you shifted from Australia over to here. Did the couple of turnkey things in the Midwest, and then now landed in Texas. What, wow. what, what year? What year are we in now?
4: Yeah, that was two thousand and fifteen. It was two thousand and sixteen that I discovered Lifestyles.
3: Okay, and and did you pull the trigger? What what convinced you?
4: Uh, well, I started as most people do online, and I there was a few introductory videos. I recall at the time I watched those first. Then there was the the free ninety minute section um, session. I'm sorry, uh, had a good listen to that, and that really resonated with me. I could see that they lifestyles were I was talking the language that um, that I was. Looking for, so that really impressed me. And from there, I decided uh, I needed to get do the uh, the two day course, um, which of course was going to be a bit of a challenge because um, I was a long way away. But even back then, Lost dolls was very well set up online, and the two days of Dell uh, doing the the two day were, were on were there on on the site, so I was able to to do it online. But that actually was quite good because I was able to really concentrate, stop when I lost concentration, go back to it later, and I could do it over a period of weeks. Uh,
3: that is a very good and, point, by the way. We, we typically were doing the free, you've talked about a couple of things here, the free workshop is the 90-minute session that you mentioned, that is live and that is online, but being able to then go back and, and watch these things, like you said, stop, think about it, yeah. <laughs> make sure you understood, rewind, that's a, an excellent point.
4: Yeah, and of course, you can't do that to Dell you're live. you can't him up and remind him so. good
3: luck good luck trying.
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, So with that um, I thought to myself I have to do this uh, and I, I just love the um, I mean I love the single family first of all and uh, um, I know Andy you talk a lot on the program about the ability to use hard money and that is something that does not exist here. So that got my attention straight away. And with the other purchasing that I had done in the Midwest, I was not aware of it at that point in time. So that was an eye-opener. And then, of course, you go into the second day, and it's all about multifamily. And that's when I really realized, you know what? Um, I can do this,
3: and I can do it from a distance. So did you do, so you went into this with the the experience around single family, um, did, you, did you ever pick up any single family or having gone to the second day of the two day, did you say, this is it? This is what I'm doing is, is, is the multifamily. Did, did you dabble or w- w- which direction did you go?
4: No, I went straight to multifamily. family uh, And the reason for that is being an out of country investor, it is more difficult to get loans for single family. And I have been able to do it. but When I have, the interest rates have been quite high. And my belief is is that I wouldn't qualify for a lot of the um, Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loans. So with that, I thought it was best to go single family. Secondly, too, I mean, finance yeah. has been an issue and uh, I didn't have any dramas. I didn't need to get finance when I was going to be a passive investor. Yep.
3: So that was that's, very attractive as well. That's a huge point as well. You know people will ask me about, you know hey my credit's down here is that a problem well if you're doing passive investing no it doesn't matter yeah. you know the the lead investors aren't mm. looking at your credit now there are other qualifications that that you need to that you need to meet of course but um that, for your situation i mean it's hands down the way to go mm. right yeah. um i'm curious You're investing from Australia. I had not considered the the aspect around even being able to qualify for a loan here or what the rate might be. Thinking back to when you were buying there in Australia, how do the interest rates compare there to here? You know, you mentioned that typically, at least where you sit, it's not a not much of a cash flow play. It's more like, I guess, our California or New York City here. But what, what kind of interest rates um, are you guys doing there? How long do you typically hold a loan on a, on a single family? You mentioned interest only, which is interesting to me. It sounds a lot like a hard money loan to me.
4: Uh, at the time, um, I was, Doing it, um, probably a bit to talk about now. Interest rates here, just to put it in perspective, I've got a home loan here for say 2.29% at the moment. That's uh, a fixed, we don't have fixed rates that go for as long as they do in the United States, but uh, let's say that's a three-year term on that one and I can refix it after a period of time. Um, so that's probably a little bit less than you've got there right now
3: would that be right that's right yeah i recently i reached out to one of my mortgage brokers to ask about doing a, a cash out on my personal residence i i could lock in a 30-year term at 2.5 percent. so we're getting close we're not quite at 2.29 mm. obviously the term is longer which is uh, a bigger deal but i was just oh, yeah, interested to fantastic. hear yeah. yeah so we're going to head into a break peter um when we come back you, you mentioned that you went the 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 multifamily route and we we understand a couple of reasons why. Let's get into multifamily. What really drew you there? Maybe what sort of what, what, what light bulbs were triggering off above your head as you sat in that two day that made you swing in that direction.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours. The energy, the tough labor—you are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. <laughs> Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crownland Port, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Listen to every MLB game live. In the
2: deep left center field—it is high, it is far, it is gone.
1: Stream minor league affiliates.
2: The Midwest League home run leader.
1: And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB At Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only three ninety-nine per month.
3: Deep left field, it's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game.
1: Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
2: We're back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free.
3: Welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb filling in today for David Ruzica, and I am happy to be with you. My being here at 4 p.m. is allowing me to connect with, uh, for me, maybe there are others out there, but the farthest uh, known to me member of Lifestyles Unlimited who is on the coast of Australia in Queensland, Australia. We say it on the show, live where you want Invest where you want. Investing halfway around the globe or more—I don't know what, what's the distance, Peter. How, how long does it take you to fly from where you are, say, to Houston for the for the expo? Uh, it
4: takes around thirty hours, Andy, including the the breaks. But uh, yeah, it's often about four
3: planes <laughs> I gotta catch. Yeah. Four planes. <laughs> oh boy, I'm curious yeah. to know. So here you are uh, sitting in in Australia, and we talked a little bit uh, during one of the breaks. Um, I don't know that there are any other members over there, um, but what are your, your friends and family in, in Australia, what do they think about you investing all the way across, you know, the oceans in, in, in the United States?
4: I think, Andy, they got used to it when I started investing, um, because I was investing in Tasmania that was a long way from where I lived at the time, which was in uh, Newcastle where I lived at the time. and. I thought that was a little bit strange and to buy a, a property sight unseen was risky. But I think after a time I kept doing it and things initially certainly were going very, very well. So I think when I made the decision to invest in the United States, they probably thought this guy's crazy anyway, so they were quite used to it.
3: <laughs> He's going to do um, what he does.
4: Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, the other thing is, The U.S. is home away from home for me in a lot of ways. I mean, I've always loved the the U.S. I've loved U.S. sports since I was a kid, so I've always been focused on the country. I've done summer camp. I've probably had about eight trips, I think. So it wasn't like it was a massive jump. It wasn't like I was going to a country that I didn't know, hadn't been to and wasn't English-speaking, for example. So I felt quite at home with it. But I think they were quite used to it, and used to me investing in faraway places. So yeah. uh, they weren't overly concerned.
3: And when they hear the name "Lifestyles Unlimited," what are they thinking? Hmm, something odd going on there. <laughs> they think it's a swingers club, usually, but <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's not. It's all yeah. about you know. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle, and, it's and we the money are building it's the
4: lifestyle. And when you look at yeah. it like that, it does make um, a good. It makes a lot of sense, I think, the name because that's really what it's about. It, it is about the
3: the lifestyle in the end, isn't it? It is, absolutely, and, and, and I think we are both enjoying the fruits of, of our labors in this investing uh, journey. Now, in one of the earlier segments, you mentioned how you uh, came on board with Lifestyles. It started by some of the, the introductory videos. Those are just on our website. If you go to lifestylesunlimited.com, you can find some just excerpts from, from members talking about things they've done. From there, you went on to the, the, um, the essentially what is the free workshop. And for the listener, if you want to check that out, go to freeworkshop.com. Livestream.com. We have those going on uh, throughout the week, virtually right now, right? Uh, but it is interactive. I attended one just recently, actually given by David ruzica Very well done. Uh, could chit chat with the, the other folks there uh, 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 while online. And uh, again, that's free workshop. Livestream.com. And then from there, you became a Financial Freedom member and went to the two day. And that's the important thing I want to bring up as well. That's where you learn about. Uh, it's a two-day seminar. First day, eight hours devoted to single-family investing, single-family houses. Second day devoted to multifamily. Now, you went into this, Peter, with single-family on your brain, right? That's what you'd been doing. That's what I do. I love it, like you. Um, but you came out of it going a totally different direction. What, what light bulbs, what was cl- what was clicking above your head as you sat through the, the second day of the two-day, which, again, is focused on multifamily apartment investing?
4: Well, the first bit I mentioned before the break, and that was the fact that I didn't need to get the finance. Someone else could get the finance. So that was the first thing. Because really here at the time, I was unable to to get it because of the changes, I guess, that had occurred in the world. So that, first of all, meant that my system could continue to work. So that was the, the biggest attraction. Secondly, with multifamily, you're not dependent on the neighbourhood and what's happening in the market around the house that you're buying because essentially, with a multifamily property, it's a business and it's valued by the net operating income. And Lifestyles teaches how to go in and purchase these types of properties that, in some cases, are run down or they're poorly run by mum and pop investors. And there is just so much gain that can be made from a property that's in that state. And even more so when you've got such um, talented leads, as we tend to have in lifestyles, that can just go in and turn these places around. So really, you create the money, you manufacture it. And yes. that is just so powerful. And I could see how quickly that that could actually occur.
3: Now, have you typically, so we, we talked a little bit about the, the apartment rating, A, B, C, and D. We're typically investing in the Class C apartments, right, the workforce housing. People have to have a roof over their heads. They have to have somewhere to stay, and that is a great niche to be in. And we're often buying stuff, like you said, where we can create the value, where maybe it needs that work or, or it's just been poorly run. That might be on the value add end of the spectrum. Sometimes we'll buy a deal that's just throwing off cash. Right, that's a yield play. Right, it's, it's, We're just buying it for the cash flow. Are you tending to, to target one end of the spectrum or, or the other?
4: I tend to prefer, I guess, the hybrid type play that's got a bit of both. In some ways, the value seems the best because ultimately that will give you the, the greatest capital gain. But on the other hand, there's more risk associated with it too. Just in case things do go wrong or there's unexpected issues that, that leads find that they perhaps don't see first of all. Um, so they've both got merit, but I guess somewhere in the middle is the thing that
3: I'm looking for mostly. Yeah, and I'm with you there. Hybrid deal, again, it's got a little bit, some aspects of both. And, and from where you're sitting, 30-hour plane ride to get here, uh, clearly you're not flying over here every time a, an apartment a lead on a, on a deal comes up. Uh, an opportunity, let's say. so how how are you vetting these deals and these these lead investors from from afar?
4: Well, the beauty of Lifestyles really is the is the the culture and the abundance mentality and leads, I guess reaching out to leads who um, who are just happy to to talk to you about what they're doing. Um, so that the, the aim for me was to get on as many lists as I possibly could, so the networking was really important. Um, hard for me in a way because I only really get to see people once a year at Expo most of the time. So, but I've done everything from a distance in the past, so it isn't new to me. So really it's a matter of being able to um, network via email, um, network via phone calls, texting. I've had some wonderful um, friends that I've developed now from from Lifestyles that have helped me. Um, I wasn't sure how it would be all taken at first some guy from overseas and whether I'd be accepted, (laughs) but it's certainly been, I've been welcomed with open arms the entire time and everyone wants to to help. And I think that's just a a special thing about the, the quality of the
3: members. And, and you mentioned the expo. We'll talk a little bit about that here coming up after the break. Um, but that's a great place for you, above all, because here we get together. I mean, last year or this year, 20, or 2020, uh, in February, we had the expo pre-pandemic. In fact, that's where you and I met. That's how I, I met you was anyhow in the, in the hotel lobby. But um, that's the great place because there are so many lead investors there. You you chit chat one on one. You get to know them. Like you said, you get on there, you, you get to know each other, get on their list, and, and then when they have a deal open up, um, you're, you're informed about it, and then you can can you can dig in. And you're in quite a few quite a few deals here um, across multiple states. So it looks like although you started out saying, "Hey, I like this place, Texas," you you've you've branched out since then. What what drove that? Um actually hold that thought. Final break is coming up. I hear the music coming coming up. Um, it's, it's interesting. I like, I like the diversity in your, your portfolio that I see here. So stay tuned. We're going to answer that question. I also want to hear a little bit more. I want to go back to one of the things you said at the start of the show. You found a mentor that was helping you as a buyer's agent there in Australia. I Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
2: Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom.
3: Welcome back to the show. This is Andy Webb, filling in today for David Ruzica, and we are taking a journey across the world. We are talking with Peter, who is in Queensland, Australia, and Peter has been investing with Lifestyles Unlimited um, as an apartment investor since, uh, I believe you said, what, 2016, Peter?
4: Yes, yes. 2017 was my first deal, but I've been a TIG member, a preferred investor member since 2017.
3: Okay. So, and I'm looking at your deal flow here. You've got a couple here in Texas and then in a few other states. What what takes you out of the state of Texas, uh, or what what was the draw on some of these deals, if you don't mind sharing?
4: Uh, The draw really on going to different states was more to do with the lead investor. Um, He was someone, I guess, that was uh, originally from the Cincinnati area, and he went up there to to um, get his second deal. And I guess I had good contacts with him. Initially, for me, it was about getting contacts um, that would accept me into the deal. And I guess that's pretty normal for anyone who's beginning. It's just like, oh, they're going to accept me into the deal, and you get excited about that. Um, so and. I guess betting a a lead investor, I guess in some ways, could be more difficult from a distance, but I have just absorbed myself as best I can in everything to do with lifestyles. So I'm constantly listening to this show, the radio show, any bit of information that I can gather from anywhere. Um, So I I actually know a lot about different lead investors who I haven't met
3: yet. Sure. And that's a good tip. I mean, yeah, for for but, the lifestyles yeah. member that hasn't thought about it, listen to the Del Walmsley radio show on Tuesdays. He does the Tell Del show, right? And he brings mm, on typically lead investors, right? So, a good way to learn about them.
4: Exactly, yeah. So, I learn a lot about people and their their backstory. So, um, so that is wonderful. So, it's really largely about networking, and I think when you well network, then the the deals do flow. Because I think at times people may get concerned that if I'm going to join. Will there be a deal for me? And the reality is there are just so many that come into my email account that I just sit here thinking if only I had more funds because <laughs> right. that is a great deal right there. I can see it working yeah. for me in the future. And here I am and I, I don't have the funds. All the funds are coming and they're, they're too far away. <laughs>
3: Well, and you gotta wait for that refi or the sale of that property, and and then reinvest, right? Do you do you pull the funds back to Australia, or do you just leave them here to reinvest in that next deal when it comes up?
4: I've been leaving them in the US.
3: Yeah, Yeah, so makes sense.
4: I've got uh, bank accounts set up there,
3: and um, and so that the money stays there at the moment. And you said, you used a term earlier, abundance mindset. We talk about that here on the show quite a bit and, and within Lifestyles Unlimited. And, and it's pivotal to get away from that okay. scarcity mindset and to the abundance mindset. And I've gotten emails. And it, by the way, if you have questions, you can email me at askandy at l-u-i-n-c dot com. But I've gotten questions to my inbox there saying, you know, you know, how do I, you know, pandemic, we're not meeting in person. How do I connect with people? This is a case study right here in the fact that you absolutely can. You know, a 30-hour plane ride comes over, what, once a year or so. Um, You can do it, too. I mean, if you're listening in Texas, and we have the expo coming up in Houston here uh, in 2021, that's a great opportunity, right? If you're listening on the coast, it's not its not a 30 hour flight, I'm sure. Uh, you could drive here quicker than that, I suppose, but um, lots of opportunity. And, and, and it does get a little frustrating when you're, you don't quite have that refi done and there's that deal you want to get into, but hey, you know, there, there will be another one. And on the topic of expo, you, you said you've come to the expo quite a few times now, right?
4: Yes, Andy, I have. I've been three times now to the expo, so the last three years.
3: Okay, and that's where you and I met was at the last one, this this 2020, February. Um, And I don't know if you – did you see the email that came out? They have started the the advertising uh, for the 2021 Expo. That is going to – let me check my dates here. April 29th and 30th and uh, May 1st of 2021. Um, Are you making plans? Well, Andy, if it's on and I can
4: get there. And everything's okay with the coronavirus. I'll certainly be there, but just have to wait and see, I guess, how it all pans out at the moment.
3: Pans out with the pandemic. Now, thinking about the expo, what's the best part, or what's your favorite thing about going there? Uh, Look,
4: the best bit, I think, is just being absorbed by it, just getting into the the culture of the abundance mentality. There is so many people that are like-minded that uh, are there talking about investing. I've met some wonderful people over the years that, are, that have been just fantastic friends now as well. Um, whilst I live in Australia, I feel like I'm in the US most of the time because I'm constantly emailing, texting, or calling somebody, so uh, it feels like I'm there most of the time. Yep. But it's just a really fantastic electric event. Just um,
3: if anyone needs motivation for investing, <laughs> go to the expo absolutely we have that in spades i mean it, it the way it's set up right there's i mean the huge you mentioned the the education of our lead investors those are the syndicators those are the folks that are putting the deals together they're highly educated because we have a huge education track right that that directs them shows them the way right we have that as well mm-hmm. for the passive investors and and a lot of that comes through during the expo there are any number of breakout sessions and keynote addresses of course from from dell and a number of others but but just the educational component is huge but then you had that inspirational side of it, and, and I know I come away from that every time just chomping at, chomping at the bit, you know, to, to get going faster, come on, let's go, let's go, you know. Yeah,
4: um, the education is incredible, but whenever you're even going from class to class, you're talking with somebody, you're talking about deals, you're talking about networking, you're talking about getting on lists, it's uh, quite incredible.
3: Well, hopefully everything works out. Hopefully we get the chance to to hook up again in 2021. Uh, for me, of course, you know, it's what, a three, four hour drive down from Dallas to Houston. That will be in Houston, of course, I, I, I assume at the George R. Brown Center. But we'll, we'll get more details as that comes down the pike. Um, now, you, I want to go back to the very first segment, you know, when we were talking through your experience as an investor. What, what got you really going? was that you hooked up with a, a buyer's agent there in Australia that was able to get you into deals, of course, but you also described him or her as a a mentor. What was the value or what was the importance to you of having that mentor in that in that situation?
4: I think, Andy, the biggest part of this is when you feel unsure and you're not 100% told that this is what you need to do, you get those doubts. It's the mentor that will tell you, this is important to do this. Um, it's the guidance, um, the education, just really into someone's experience, their mm-hmm. success, their math, um, and just knowing that you're going to do it right. That's the most important thing. I mean, for me too. I I feel like I've been this pioneer with my investing. I I bought places out of state sight unseen when no one was doing that. And I've gone to the United States and I've bought houses that perhaps I shouldn't have. But I've made too many mistakes at times, despite the success I've had at other other times. So to have a mentor really that can just guide you, you can sit back now and say, hey, I can sit back and just follow the map. That is so comforting. Do this, um, shortcut Because I'm getting that. older now, too, and I haven't got time to make mistakes anymore, and I just need to make sure that it's it's done right. So to have this map, um, I mean, there are so many businesses out there, too, that will talk to you, or their slogan will be about largely making money or having funds for retirement. But no company I've ever seen actually gives you the full package as to how to retire and how to have money in retirement, have cash flow in retirement, and make that money grow in retirement. It's always a, a setup, really, where you've got a lump sum of money and you've got to hope that you die before you run out of money.
3: So and that takes me the to my final...
4: approach is just so refreshing.
3: That's my final question I wanted to ask you, actually. So we talk about that perspective here on the show quite a bit, the, the conventional wisdom path, right, which you just mentioned, you know, work till you have enough money and, and hope that lasts till you die. Is it mm. different in Australia or what does it look like over there?
4: No, it's very much the same, Andy. People have got retirement accounts that are the equivalent of a 401k or an IRA. And um, certainly where I work, and I work in a, a government job, um, people aren't even really focused on money at all, they, they, generally the consensus is that I retire one day and the money will be there to support me, but it's pretty clear to me that it just won't be, unfortunately.
3: Wow. Okay. So full reliance on the government. Hey, we over here we've got our our social security system, which is projected to be insolvent, meaning no, not enough money coming in to cover the outflow by I believe it's uh, twenty thirty five. This is just down the down the pike. So
4: um, just down the road. And it's the same here. It's the same same problems um, facing
3: us. Well, and the way the, the the governments have had to spend right in the face of the the pandemic, I understand the the reasons, but. That, that bill's gonna come due at some point as well. And mm. whether, whether that's a reduction in our benefits or higher taxes or whatever else, um, really a good way to, to, a good solution to that is real estate investing, right? The tax advantages, the cash flow that we build for ourselves. So uh, actually I've got one final question for you. For that person out there sitting on the fence right now, thinking about it, getting into real estate investing, you've got, got about 20 seconds. What would you tell them? <laughs>
4: I'd tell them get in and, and get it done. It's natural to be skeptical initially but ultimately you've got to take charge yourself and make sure that you've got your own money in retirement
3: there you go folks you heard it from a uh, signal from the future sunday morning coming to you live 4 or 5 p.m now saturday afternoon take charge go to free workshop to learn more about lifestyles unlimited or check out our podcast at lifestyleunlimited.com. peter again heartfelt thanks for joining me so early on your sunday and remember folks it's not the money it's the lifestyle you have a good afternoon